And we're live. Hola. So we're live, but what was that intro, though? <laughs> Can't afford it as part of the... Uh... I forgot about the intro. Come on. <laughs> something, 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 tacos. Was that the Twilight Zone? What? The Twilight Zone. Were you pulling the Twilight Zone something? That sounds kind of like the Twilight Zone. You know, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, next files. There you go. Here's Johnny. Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho. <laughs> when you're down here with me, you float. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome back. Introducing the bad guy Nick H. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Friday the 14th podcast. Introducing the bad guy Nick H. <laughs> <laughs> Need that intro? <laughs> yeah. So this is the Friday the 14th podcast that everyone's been talking about, right? Yeah, remember yeah. these guys? Do y'all remember us? Yeah. We're the guys. Remember? We're the ones. The we're boys. We came fresh out of our COVID pods. The we're all ready. In town. We live in Texas. We're we live in here. Texas. We're here. We live in Texas. We are 100% <laughs> and back in business, baby. Super hot. We're here. We're, Did uh, they vaccinate y'all in y'all's private areas? That's where they said it worked best for me. <laughs> Listen, we don't talk about no vaccines on oh, this. Oh. This is oh, we don't talk about that this, on this podcast. You said hush, hush. Oh, yeah. Because they'll turn you into zombies, right? This is a horror podcast. To zombies. See, so when we turn to zombies, I want to review zombie movie movies. Just I mean, it's just gonna be like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, or we gonna do Dawn of the Dead. Mayhem. It's like that. Like that. Like in real life. Oh wow! <laughs> Am I supposed to like, like do an intro or something, or is I just stalling for Frankel to finish up something? I finished saying the no, link no, and all that, but uh, yeah, you're supposed to do the intro. This is your podcast today, Nick. You run this. Oh, bitch. I stole it. I run this town. This is season three, episode like one. Rihanna. Yeah, I was about to tell you, you're Rihanna today. This is what season three, episode one. Yep. So it's the whole reset. This is news to me. I didn't know that at all. I thought we're episode twenty three or something like that. Usually each season we add a new guest, so uh, welcome to that. <laughs> well, a new guest. Our new host. Hey, not introducing Nicky. You get a football head. Hey, cool. So let's jump right into it. Um, we are reviewing 2004 The Grudge. To some people, that's the original movie, so I mean, there is Juwan, but we don't talk about Juwan. We haven't even introduced ourselves. Uh, <laughs> I introduced myself so many times to introduce the bad guy Nick H. Oh, but I'm the bad guy Nick H. The H silent. Love it. I am the Mister Mister of Mister Fuentes. He's a rapper, by the way, and I'm also on Franco, the Emosawa one. And I am Manny Fresh. Uh, I got a PhD in keeping it the freshest. If you're watching this on uh, YouTube live with us, make sure to subscribe. Uh, if you're listening to this on audio, we also do live. Um, 
streams, recordings on YouTube. Emoso Wall Productions, check that out. Emoso Wall Seductions. Uh, make sure to click that talk about button to get notified of the Emoso Wall Productions videos. And always follow, bet on the bad guy. Follow Emoso Wall Productions on TikTok as well. Yeah, it's Emoso Wall Productions. This is not a race, guys. I mean, trying to get used to the feel. I mean, it's been too long, if you know what I mean. So yeah, let's just go yeah. back into the whole thing, uh, the 2004 grudge. Um, uh, shit. I'm going to pull my phone because I'm not a professional. I don't have things memorized in my <laughs> Speak straight on this. I'm not that level yet. I get it, man. Um, get it. Hold on, hold on, man. What the hell is that? Your days went pretty well. Our days it is. Well. Thank you. Is that for like people who are like somewhat watching or we, someone if it anybody's watching and uh, for the listeners? Okay, so we're jumping into IMDb, IMD bad guy. Um, the synopses <laughs> is how we start things off. Synopses: An American nurse living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse. One that looks up, uh, locks a person. I, I'm I'm screwed up. Uh, in a powerful rage before claiming their life and spreading to another victim. That was a synopsis. That was very sexy. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I was, I was getting lost in reading that. I was like, I said, looks, but I know it's supposed to say locks. Um, I miss having school with you whenever you read. What? Having school, reading. Having school with me? Yeah. School cock? Having class. <laughs> and then we go into our cast and crew. Who we got? Who we got? We got Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, she is most famous for um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Come on, now. and uh, Daffy from Scooby Doo. Yep. Uh, what was the other movies? I know what you did last summer, I believe. Right? Yes. And I would say this movie, but we're reviewing this movie. So, uh, Bill Pullman's also in this one. Yeah, from Casper. Shit. Yeah, yeah Doctor Harvey, dude. Yeah, everybody knows him for Independence Day, and I'm just like, no, that's Doctor Harvey from Casper. That's who he is. Yeah, Casper. Is, that, that's all he's known. That's it. That's all you know for. Yeah. I'm yeah, not dude. sure if I really want to go through the whole damn cast here. I do know that the Clea Duval, the girl who played Jennifer, she was on the faculty. The faculty. Dude, you... speaking of the faculty, okay, I got it now. Okay, speaking. Speaking. Uh, can you inform us who played uh, the Grudge? Uh, yeah. So the Grudge is played by Ta Ta Takako Fuji Takako Takako. Dude, Yoko's real name was Yoko. Imagine if you went to go look up who played the Grudge and they said as themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so scary dude so and her son the little boy Toshio is played by Yuya Ozeki Ozeki any more names I should bring up what's your name again who who what's who's name again your name the grudge no your name Oh, I'm the bad guy, Nick Cage. I'm credited under Wrestling Kingdom Entertainment. Well, <laughs> just like his role in, just like the ancient his role in this movie, it was silent. They silent. The direct, 
characters? You want to you want to turn uh, that down too? So, what the direction? Yeah. Gosh, where does it say? Okay, Takashi, Takashi Six Nine. What? That's Takashi Shim Chimizu. Damn, Shim Shimizu. Yeah, so Matt's director, the producer, I believe, is to be Sam Raimi, the the famous for the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy. His um. His newest uh, produced movie was uh, The Unholy. It just came out this weekend. Yep. With Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yes. Also, he was he made Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Evil I, Dead. Evil Dead. Movies. That's what I mentioned a while ago. Yep. With Bruce Campbell. Uh, um, Kiki Delivery Service. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you know what I found out about Sam Raimi, though, is that he has his uh, car make a cameo in every movie that he makes. Uh, I think I heard something about that. the car that Uncle Ben drives in the first Spider-Man film. That's his actual car. And, uh, you mean the car that Ash is driving? I think so, Evil yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's directing so. um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, the multiverse of oh, yeah. madness. Yeah, I heard That's that. That's how you know Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh, I've seen a little clip or a little picture and apparently, you know, Doctor Strange is going to be jumping through like multiverses, and he's going to, for a second, like jump into the Bruce Campbell, who's going to make a cameo as Ash from Evil Dead in that movie, which should be pretty dope. Interesting. That just makes me happy. I guess he was supposed to become Mysterio in the Sam Raimi trilogy. <laughs> yeah, in uh, the original script, part four. Yep. Yep. A fat Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, we can't say okay. that, Nick. He's a healthy Mysterio. An overweight Mysterio. We can't say that. He's healthy. Uh, He's big bone. Extra healthy. Extra healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Thick Mysterio. A different, a different kind of healthy. But I don't want to dog on Bruce Campbell either because he seems like a cool dude and I don't want to run into him and be like, he's like, oh, you called me fat? And I'm just sitting there like... But I mean, that's what the storyboard is. he pulls out chainsaw hand and just fucks you up. Yep. And he like cuts my fat off and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You guys all fit. <laughs> Thank you. That'd be really cool. That was Sam Raimi. I mean, if you haven't seen the Spider-Man trilogy, I suggest go watch it right now. Except for part three. No, like, listen to the podcast first and then go watch it. part three. Frank, I think you're going to have to walk us through all the different segments because I forgot them all. What do you mean? So after talking about the, the synopses, the, the cast crew, it goes into favorite scene? No. No, I was wrong. Uh, I figured I was not to do that. I'm <laughs> pulling my notes right now. Um, spoiler-free synopsis, the part of the spoiler-free seg- segment, and uh, cast and crew, and then it's the spoiler-free rating. Oh, the rating. Oh, I forgot we play back to the beginning rating. instead of the end. Uh, I guess I'll start. I give this movie a one and a half. Cancel this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I give this movie a three. Man, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, you're too eager over there. Franco, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but um, gonna, gonna give this baby a, a a two. I'm gonna give it a two. Um, a two. I, I'll break on. You made it, it sound moment. like you were gonna really be on the opposite spectrum of it, <laughs> and you're only point five over. I thought you were gonna say one. <laughs> Which was close to a one, but give it to one and a half. 
I'm uh, give it. Um, this might be just the childhood nostalgia talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go for uh, I'm gonna go with four, but uh, thanks, Rails Tortugas. Solid. Wow. Yeah. So about three really different ratings, I think. One and a half, four. two, three, and four. Yeah. <laughs> what was your responses? Three? Three, yeah. Hmm. We Almost just gave it two and a half, but I'm actually there was some cool stuff in there. Even though it was like 2004, there was actually some cool effects and stuff going on. I really liked some of the camera play and what they did with the movie. Yeah, I agree there. And and I think Sam Raimi does a really good job at trying to keep it as uh the I wanna say like uh like you know the practical effects used in Evil Dead, they stayed away from any computer technology. And ever since Sam mm-hmm. like Sam Raimi's like even like the remake of Evil Dead, they kind of prided themselves on the fact that they like try to keep away from CGI as much as they could to keep it, like, close to the source material. So I will admit the Grudge did have a lot of that, like, a lot of good, like, effects. Sam Raimi didn't direct this one, did he? No, he produced it, but... Produced, yeah. Oh, he produced it. Anytime okay. his name is attached, I feel like he's going to see a it. lot of practical other than CGI. Okay. He, he was just like, oh, look, I'll produce you. You just can't use any fake shit. Fake all right, ladies and gentlemen, this was our spoiler-free section. Anything you hear now is, um, yeah, you've been warned for you know, spoilers and whatnot. You've been warned. Yeah, if you haven't seen The Grudge by now, I just don't know what rock you've been living under because they already, like, they made three and then they remade it in 2020. So I just. I think me and Nick saw this. The, well, did we have a class that showed it? Yeah, I think I had a class that showed this movie. Let's well, see. We PG-13, saw like. Right? Huh? It was PG-13. It was, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I was about to say. Well, see, I um, I didn't see it whenever Frankel saw, but I saw it back in the theater when I was 2004. <laughs> wow. When Frankel and I saw it together, it was probably like 2007, eight. See, I, I enjoyed it then, but like rewatch now, I don't know. Yeah, Dang, I, I, I have that same thing. When you were a young warthog or what, Nick? A warthog. <laughs> yeah. When I was a young warthog. When I was a young enchilada. Enchilada, a young mm-hmm. potato, young spud. spud. A little potato spud. Nugget. Oh, chicken nugget. That's what I am all the time. Chicken. So, so what are we, what are we exactly are we spoiling here? Our memories? My favorite scene, Nick. <laughs> My favorite scene. Honestly, I had like, it's like cool scenes in this movie. I'm just going to name a random scene. It's the, the scene where... Uh, what building was it? I just know, like, the monitor, like, when that girl's the, she's trying to run away from the grudge, from the, the stairway area. Mm-hmm. I know that's one of the parts, like, the grudge that grabs onto her, like, a little rabbit foot thing. Well, yeah. that, that the footage, the way it is recording, and uh, the uh, the officer, like, he's looking back at it, and you see the grudge, like, pop up from the, the ground up, and yeah. it's slowly walking. It looks like it passes the camera way, but then you see the eyes just open. <laughs> Took my took my scene. That was my favorite scene. I took your scene. Yeah, that was the only enjoyable scene I liked. So I, I kind of like it's like a bad and a good. What like you know, I'm not really gonna go for a scene. Well, I'm gonna say a scene, but I'm gonna talk about like the movie layout. Like 
you know, I kind of liked how they went back and forth, like between the past and the present to kind of give you a feel of like what each character kind of went through and stuff like that. And they even kind of dropped like subtle hints of like what was about to come up next from the future to the past. And um, so one of my, I don't want to say like favorite scenes, because really like a lot of the scenes that I really liked are most of the jump scares. Like anytime you saw them pop up out of an area or like when Yoko went up into the attic and saw the face and then her body was like blah, 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 everywhere. Um, Yoko? Or Kayoko? Yeah. Kayoko? Is that? I thought her name was Kayoko. Yoko Ono from uh, John Lennon's wife. Or <laughs> Kayoko. I swear it says Yoko here in the thing too. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, it says Yoko. Anyway. Um, yeah, the chick's flinging around, and then they go, and then the detective goes up there, and he finds a little jaw, and, like, you don't know what it is, but then I think one of the cool, like, layovers was, like, later on when that one guy goes into the office, and he sees the chick with her, like, tongue hanging out, missing her jaw. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, That's actually Sam Raimi's brother. Yeah, it's oh, yeah? Nice. Um... I thought that was a cool, just in general effect. Uh, but then it also leads to my like, well, dislikes. I'll tell you later. Then we'll do that the next segment. That was a nice little fun fact, Manny. I always love the fun facts Manny gives us. <laughs> well, technically, I knew about that fun fact, but okay, I love the fun facts. Oh, All right, Manny. Yes, your favorite scene. I got it. My favorite scene is when the sister. Um. After she was done being chased by the grudge inside the office, she heads home. And when she gets home, her brother gives her a call on the phone. And she picks it up and she's like, where are you? And he's like, I'm outside. Like, I'm, I'm headed up there. What floor are you again? And then uh, she's like, I'm floor so-and-so. And then she gets a knock on the door, looks through the peephole, and um, sees her brother. But when she opens it, he's not there. I just really like that scene because it shows that the grudge can take the form of uh, people you know. And then also mimic the voices of people you know. So that just really eps me over. I mean, it's it's cool when it's done in the Terminator, but it's scary when it's done in the Grudge. Because um, well, actually, I think it's scary both ways. If a T one thousand was trying to kill me and my, my family, I'd be scared as hell. But um, in, in Terminator two, but but the Grudge being able to do that, I thought that was really cool. I don't know what it was about that scene. I just like when they give like these uh, like these horror things like a little more power than what you think they have, you know. And then, like, being able like, seeing her brother through the peephole after he's, he's, the dude's dead. And then she opens the door and he's not there. And then, like, the fact that they called the phone, I was just sitting there like, yeah, you know what? You, you can't escape this because then it's going to call you in the form of one of your loved ones and then eat you or pull off your jaw or whatever the hell it does. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I like when they give these little monsters powers that uh, shatter any chance of you surviving the damn film. Um but uh, I'll, I'll get into that later. I, I would have beat the shit out of all these monsters. But um, yeah, yeah, that was my, that was my, that was my favorite scene. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy, bud. You already know. <laughs> That's a nice belly point, <laughs> Been building it all, COVID. Uh, next up is uh, least favorite scene or any plot holes. That people may have. You're not going to give another favorite scene, Franco? Yeah, I told you that was my favorite scene. 
Oh, it's your only thing. That that was my wow. only favorite scene. Yeah, I mean, I like the one with Jaw too. But I mean, Manny, uh, or you talked about it too. But um, yeah. You know, you love the part where the blow boy is in the elevator. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, where she's running that elevator, and the little boy is like all had the pass on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That was alright. So yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, my dislike, not really dislike. It's just like you're saying potholes and stuff like that. Like. We assume that the Yoko chick kills the other guy. We assume that. And never actually see that happen, even though she was like slowly zombified walking. We're just going to assume that this thing killed this other person. Um, and then I was just kind of mad in general that like the family were just dickheads. Like all of them. <laughs> like only. Only the the dad being like a vengeful, hateful spirit really to me had like reason to be killing people. But this kid and the wife were just like, nah, we're gonna fuck everyone up too. And you know what? Like... I agree with you on that shit because the wife was like falling in love with the professor, and the dad's the only one who had the reason to be mad. And then this whore comes back and he's able to kill people. That's not fair. You don't get to be a hoe in real life and then kill people in the afterlife. That's not fair. That's well, not the fair. sequel explains it. I, I, I think hoes deserve punishment, okay? <laughs> and then, it's like, all spoiler. The little, the little kid, too, just wanted to kill everybody. Like, first of all, you got a bowl haircut. You look like a damn mushroom. Don't you come <laughs> at me sideways like that. Hey, like, don't that, you? That how dare you say bowl haircut? That's their style, though. And here's the thing. I hate cats. So if that little dude was to try to meow in my room, I'd pop him with metal BB pellets. I'd be like, oh, you want, you want to start? You want to start? You want to be meowing? I hate I thought you like Kenny. Huh? Damn. I thought you like Kenny. I only love cats that belong to friends. Other than that, I don't like cats. Like, every cat that I've met that a friend has, I'm cool with. But I'm not one of those like, oh, my gosh, there's a cat. I need to pet it. No, that's me with dogs, not cats. So you don't go, psst, psst, to a cat? Sometimes they go, psst, psst, psst. I go. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> the thing I didn't like about it was the flashback. Like, Quit screwing around. They went straight. <laughs> <laughs> they went straight to a flashback. And I couldn't pay attention to what was happening now and what was happening back then. Because they didn't put Frank no up. year, no month, no day, nothing. You just realize that the... the um, Lady, the old lady was younger. Yep. So I, I, I couldn't pay attention. Like after that flashback, like, yeah, I couldn't pay attention to what the fuck's happening now or back then. As they a kid, that threw me off. But watching after her many know. times, you, 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 you get it though. <laughs> it's like, My daughter was also crying. Was so, I mean, that could have been a reason as well. No, I don't disagree with you because I was going to mention that the transitioning threw me off in this movie, and the fact that it also feels like it's coming back from a commercial after you watch it on TV. Mm. Um, I, I kind of just like you know, like when you when when it fades to black during a commercial, like before a commercial starts, and then it comes back after the commercial. <laughs> that's what the transition mm-hmm. scenes felt like. But I'm like, wait, like at one point, I'm like, oh wait, they're showing us what happened back then. Oh, and it took me a while to adjust that it was showing me what happened back then. So, um, <laughs> we got tired of Eddie's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bullshit. It's not. <laughs> You're doing right. rats early on. It's not necessary. That's not my rant. That's not what I just liked about the film, okay? I'll take your yeah. rat towards the end then. I'm sorry, I was just agreeing with Franco. Yeah, I just I didn't like no, that at all. I didn't get to agree with Franco. Fantastic. 
I want to hear what he's going to say next, but he took off. He's back. But yeah, I mean, basically for me, oh, yeah. it was like, it was good and bad. It was like the transitioning. Like, it, I liked the idea of what they were trying to do with the whole flashbacks and stuff. But like you were saying, it was poorly executed, I thought, too. The transitions um, felt like I was watching one of our old skits. <laughs> I want to yeah. go that far. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you seen you're giving yourself too much credit. <laughs> He's sprinkle away me now. <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, I mean that, and then like, like I said, the some of the deaths they were just like basically the only uh, what's what's the, the only requirement to get killed from a spirit from that house was you need to walk in the house. I was like, that's kind of bullshit. Like, really? Like, you're just going to go visit, and now you're going to get this ghost come follow you? And then it's like, okay, so you got three possible ghosts, right? So, like, what? So three people go in the house, and then, what, three ghosts go and, like, follow three different people? They don't follow, like, time like we do. They can go, all three of them can go haunt someone, and then 10 (laughs) seconds later, go haunt and kill someone else? Like, that's bullshit. What? I think I mean, another reason. Ghost. Uh, another reason I like this movie was because Scary Movie Three made fun of it, or Scary Movie Four, one of those. Four. And uh, the beginning scene, all I could think about was Charlie Sheen falling off and his dick uh, being all big as <laughs> Viagra. That's all I could think about. Uh, Nick, well, I do have a question. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do have a question before we like. I don't. I don't want to like because I okay. Is this a, a again? This is a Japanese film, right? Originally, it was a Japanese film. This is hentai, yes. And, okay, okay, and no, oh my gosh! <laughs> and there's a there's a Japanese director. Right, that's that, why I was hard. I, I don't yeah, uh, Takashi. Yeah, okay. okay, so the transitioning makes sense within what they're doing because I've seen like anime films and like like Your Name and Weathering with You. The transitioning's like that. They don't. You, you got to pay attention to when it's doing a flashback and when it's doing like a a flash forward in like those movies, those two movies alone. And, uh, and, and sometimes it's confusing. Like the first, when I saw your name, it was confusing. But the time I saw weathering with you, I was like, okay, this is the way it's done. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's not always a date, you know, like, Oh, August of 2017. And then boom, September of, of, of 2021. You get what I'm saying? So I, I guess the director's style was more Japanese. So he was just carrying this movie along with American actors. You got what I'm saying? But still using that technique. So if that was the case, I can't be too harsh on the transitioning because I can see where he's coming from. It's just that, hey, homie, you were making it for an American audience. That's why you casted Sarah Michelle Gellar. So uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> mean you gotta explain. You gotta put dates. You gotta put numbers. We need to see that. Okay, so. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was also something I thought was interesting too. Like, Like you just said, like, it was made for an American audience, but really there was only like, what, three, four, I guess there was like, like six American actors, but like, so, yeah, pretty, like six much everyone seven. died pretty quickly. And then everything else was Japanese. Like other, It was like half and half, actually. It was like half, well, I don't know if they're all Japanese, so let's just go with Asian. Half Asian, <laughs> half like um, American. Well, they are in Japan. <laughs> But I thought it was pretty cool that they actually had a still a majority of Asian cast in this movie, even though it was. I mean, obviously, uh, 
it's like a, not a ripoff, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A remake off a Japanese film, so and it's paced in Japan, Japan, so that makes sense too. But I mean, the newer movie, I think it's based in like the United States, and you know, what part two? <laughs> not part two. You talking about the the 2020? Mm-hmm. But then part two, they do during America. <laughs> it's all spoiler. <laughs> Oh. Oh, it's all part one, though. Sorry, sorry. Huh? Uh, I was always sure to think of a lace fairy, also, man, but I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's just my main gripe. Why were, why were the ghosts dicks? The transitions. Really the why were they dicks? I get. Well, I mean, you don't really get to decide. <laughs> Be a dick, <laughs> a turtle dick. Really, sick. American audience. So I guess I have to make a dome from Ernesto Hedera. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, if if he really wanted to make it for American audiences, there would have been way more explosions in this movie. Hey, this Michael is the guy that loves you, Fuentes. No, that would have been a Michael. It's Bay the guy film. that loves you. Oh, Michael, that would have been Bay, a Michael film? Bay film. If you wanted explosions, oh, okay. you would have had Michael Bay direct this, and then he would have saved all the focus on the fact that she burns the house down oh. at the end. You know what? What if M. Night Shyamalan directed this movie? Do you think it would have been better? I think if M. Night Shyamalan had directed this movie, we would have left the theater confused as fuck as to what we just said. <laughs> uh, I mean, Franco could barely understand this one. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the transitions were enough to catch up with, and then M. Night Shyamalan jumped on it, we would have just been like, I remember. Why is there a mole on my nightstand? I don't know what's going on. Why is there so much twist endings? <laughs> I mean, I would have, like, honestly, like, had the M. Night Shyamalan of this director directed it, I probably would have sat through this movie as a kid and then been like, maybe I was too young to understand it. And then saw it again and, at the age I am now and been like, maybe I just don't understand this. Maybe it's not meant to be understood. Like, I would have to go watch a, a video breakdown on YouTube of somebody who uh, understands, like, uh, the ending of The Grudge explained. They explained. Uh, that's, and I just Make sure to check out the bag on the cage for a special feature. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, like any movie that's made by, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Avi Astar. The guy that does Ari Aster, like, Hereditary. Ari Aster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who did uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Like I, I, I thought Hereditary the first time was enjoyable, but after I saw a video explaining it, when I saw it the second time, I enjoyed it much more. And I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. You know what I mean? So, yeah. If I'm not Shyamalan directed this, real I, I question though, does it ever make you feel real dumb when you do go back and watch these like people? breakdowns of these movies and you're like why didn't i notice that the first time and then you're just like man yeah. do i even know how to watch a movie because you're focused on the wrong after sections I videos, <laughs> after i see these videos i start writing my resignation for this podcast Your like, resignation. i don't deserve to review movies obviously i'm not doing it right uh it takes a lot more time and effort than what i'm giving it uh because these guys give us full novels and like a breakdown and like title cards for these videos where they're explaining everything. I'm just sitting there like... And I'm I mean, going to break do it down for you. If I hear like a really good rap song and I break down the the the, the similes and the metaphors and I'm like, no, you got to understand like this bar had a bar, you know? I can do that. But when it comes to the way they break down movies, this I'm sitting there like... bar had a bar. I'm sitting there like, what? How did you get that? What do you mean? What do I got you these oh, yeah, bars on the planet Mars. Ooh. Room B two one, whatever that movie we reviewed was. 
one BR, BTR. Yeah, one BR. When I was telling y'all about, uh, uh, telling uh, y'all about uh, the nailing the girl, it was like three birds, like of Christ, and you're like, "Whoa, I didn't even catch that!" Like, oh, like, yeah. I'm saying, man, sometimes you gotta sit down. I, I really enjoy that too, though. Like, I'm glad there are YouTubers out there who break down even the simplest things. Uh, they just use Spark Notes. Well, then I gotta start taking Spark Notes. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not gonna take notes at all during the movies. To be honest, I used to. When I saw <laughs> when I saw uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark the second time, <laughs> I took a notepad and was writing in the damn theater. <laughs> I think I took notes after the movie because I didn't want to bring I don't want to be on my phone during the movie. When I saw Mayhem, I put your goddamn phone away, sir. So I have a blue notepad that I have notes from the damn movies in there. I did want to. I, I did want to start actually being more serious. When I first started it, I was taking notes, and then it just fell off hard. I do need to get back into it. Uh, uh, definitely, like if I have to like sit through this movie, you know, more than one time. Uh, as long as it isn't that Mickey Rourke film, uh, <laughs> I may give. Remember cinema? Know, Listen, man, I'm sorry about that movie. I'm I'm always sorry. No, you don't got to apologize. I just know we should. I have never picked that movie. I should Mickey buy a Rourke poster put in the background. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, man, definitely. I have to. We're gonna do a, you know, a watching party with, uh, with Nick. That bad, <laughs> huh? Then in retrospect, I still don't think that movie was that bad. Like at first, it was really hard to watch through. But when I break it down in my head into mini movies, like only the parts without Mickey Rourke. <laughs> to be fair, he's, he, he's gone. The, he the reason him. we have four hosts is because we all had different taste in movies. Yeah. Yeah. You see, because the Gospels couldn't be written without Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You need a take on what Jesus did from four different viewpoints. So that's why there's four of us in this podcast. Um, oh, that, man. I'm Bible also reference. not to those disciples, so please, <laughs> Christians who listen to this. That wasn't so the a, bad guy is... That's uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you need, those, you, need the, you need the different opinions, you know what I mean? So, Fuentes, as you said, in retrospect, the movie wasn't all that bad. To take a drink, the shots of that. <laughs> Ernesto, Nightmare Cinema was a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare in Elm Street. All right, so uh, did you have anything you didn't like about the movie, Nick? Any plot holes or anything? No, right? Um, I feel like there was something. But I can't, can't point it out. You know, here's one thing that I, I I couldn't stand though, the fact that like they were already sending the second caretaker after one of their caretakers went miss went missing, right? Didn't show up for work, but yet that family had been dead in the attic for a while, and I'm just sitting there like, bro, what? Like, the family's been dead in the attic. There's a caretaker going, and the caretaker dies. They send a second caretaker, and it's not until this one gets messed up in the head. And, and start screaming those eyes, those horrible yellow eyes, like Aunt May and Spider-Man 1, um, that they're like, oh, we should probably go investigate. You know? So I was kind of like, bro. Well, I mean, to be fair, they did say that, like, they I guess they thought the family was still coming in and out because they told the chick, oh, the, the daughter should be there later or, the you know, the wife, they live there, they'll probably be there a little bit later, blah, 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 blah. They did talk about that. So they, I mean... I guess they assume. I mean, yeah, I'm also assuming there was like a monthly plan going on. Like a monthly plan subscription? Sure, <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, they just 
paid for the month. And so, like, the they, didn't, they weren't worried about if that lady was getting actually taken care of or not. Until Got time to care of that mother, man. The lady's They're important. Like, Does the family come? I don't know. I just walk in, change some shitty seats, and walk out. I'll tell well, you what made a- me mad. Everything. No, but- <laughs> No, whenever the boyfriend, whenever the boyfriend gets up, starts to get dressed, and then uh, Karen's like, "I set Karen. the alarm clock an hour earlier." I'm just sitting there like, "You really ruined that man's sleep? You really ruined that man's sleep just to cuddle with him?" That is she didn't just cuddle; they did um, sexy time. I get what they did, homie, <laughs> but man, he did some sleep. Clapping cheeks. Like that wasn't gonna make him tired. That ain't gonna give him energy for the day. He's I gave him energy sleep. for days. He's gonna want to sleep afterwards. I mean, who's complaining? It's Sarah Michelle Geller. I mean, come on. I did find that okay. To actually, to go to, to piggyback off what Manny's saying, I did find that scene to be a bit awkward. It was like their their attempt to add some sexualness to the movie, and like it was just a weird, really kind of pressed attempt like we just need her to get on top of this guy and make everyone think they're about to have some sexy time and like we're just gonna like give them all that idea of sexiness because we need at least one sexy scene potential bobs it was just just really weird like you can even go back and say oh no they're only doing it to show how much they care about each other so when something happens later then they can be more like dramatic about her you can get it more uh Feel for the character, but even then, you could have easily done that with a "Hey, I made you coffee this morning. I made you breakfast. I love you." Kiss on the forehead. Like it could have been just as easy, but no. It's like let's get her on top of him and let's put some sexualness in this movie. Didn't need sexualness. It was because everybody's fantasized about Daphne. They gave us what they I mean, wanted. Okay, well, um, sex sells. Get that from Friday Thirteen. When does Scooby Doo come out? How old am I? Told you. <laughs> Early two thousands. Her boyfriend didn't even love her, and you want to know how I know? Because whenever she's sitting outside and he's having a cigarette, that they're looking over that balcony, that he sees that they see that couple, and she's like, "Oh, that's a form of something, something." It's to show that they love each other. And she looks at him, and he just like smiles. He didn't say, "I love you back." The man had not said, "He had commitment issues." You you know why he didn't say, "I love you back"? You know why? Huh? You know why he didn't say, "I love you back"? Why? Because they didn't write in the script. Yeah. Because they, 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 they didn't write it in the script? Mm-hmm. No, because because he could have said anything. Han Solo says, I know, when Princess Leia tells him. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Uh, but Luke Skywalker didn't say anything whenever Ray hands him the lightsaber. I love you, Manny. You <laughs> didn't say anything? What happened, man? I what happened? Too. I love you too, man. I mean, it's... American audience need that sex time. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's sex time. Sex sells... You know, I'm gonna agree. But yeah, that was to me that was a really poor scene. <laughs> just in general. I will give it uh at least this movie like I mean, there's some movies where they drag on, drag on, they finally show you something. And this movie they like what in the first five minutes. Dragon. What it's a drag on, <laughs> not dragon. Oh, not a drag. Okay, uh, you have to they, they show you the podcast. Are dragons real? Were dragons ever real? Do y'all believe in that? Dragon tails? Dragons. Were they Org? Real? Org's yeah, real. Definitely that. real. Have you seen the movie Dra- Dragonheart? Just know about that. <laughs> Franco, are you like seriously asking this question? Yes. 
Do y'all think they uh, ever existed? Like dinosaurs? You, bro, uh, Trek? Like, yes. Biblically speaking, there's like talks of uh, Leviathan and Behemoth, and there are like certain talks in the Bible where it kind of explains like a large reptile with skin that you couldn't pierce with the sword that breathed fire from its nostrils or something like that. So oh, I, I just, I can't put that. <laughs> Lizard. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, again, it could, it, that, but then again, like what they saw then that they couldn't explain, um, it, it could have been something that wasn't even close to uh, uh, a dragon. You know what I mean? It could have just been the way the author of that book explained it. Um, but I, I've never really thought into dragons as more... I thought more into dinosaurs and the existence of them. Dragons been kind of like one of those things that I'm like, oh, they sound cool, but we've never placed them with like dinosaurs. So it's like I always think of dragons in like medieval movies and things like that. Because, homie, if 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 dragons did exist, I would be scared out of my mind. Unless I was Jake Long, the American dragon, then I'd be a okay. He's cool. But, he's fast. And the show was it? Chosen one. He's young and fast. He's the chosen one. If Close enough. The, the American, American dragon. dragon. Dun, dun, dun. It wouldn't be a podcast without Manny singing something. I just wait. Do you believe in dragons, Franco? I want to. Well, then believe in them, bro. Nobody's stopping you. So, dinosaurs, chicken nugget dinosaurs. I actually want chicken nugget dinosaurs right now. Tyson. Oh, bro. It's so good. I'm sorry to those listening to the podcast. Like, talk about the grudge, you dumbasses. <laughs> What's the next segment? Sorry. What's the next segment? Sorry. What's the next segment? <laughs> what do you believe in dragons, Fuentes? That was the question. That's the segment. <laughs> that... answered. That's the segment. This is the segment right now. Dragons. I knew you were going to go there. I was waiting for someone <laughs> to go there. <laughs> so is that a yes? Um, is that a yes? You know... You know, people get really, like, broken up on these whole belief system things. Like, honestly, belief. I don't care. Yeah, like, you know, wh- whether this exists or that exists and that and that and that. Like, it doesn't affect my daily life, so I don't care, to be honest. Like, I never really gave exists. it a real thought. I should go fuck myself once, so thanks. Uh, next up is um, <laughs> the creative slogan. Uh, creative slogan. The slogan for this movie was, it never forgives, dot, it never forgets, dot. Um, Dot. Yes, period. 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 It never forgives. It never forgets. It never. <sighs> the grudge. We dumbed it down for y'all. <laughs> the grudge. That kid's an asshole. The grudge. What the title says. The grudge. I like that was of uh, Charlie Sheen's boner. Sprinkles, not the uh, slogan. <laughs> the grudge. And that noise it makes. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that was literally about to be <laughs> If you're watching uh, this live right now and you have a slogan, then you know, feel free to drop down in the comments below. Daphne. We got Daphne. We got Daphne. We have Bill, Bill Pullman. <laughs> Casper. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like, also, I guess to go back to the whole, like, scene thing, like, Karen, 
you know, she survives the whole thing in the end, right? Yes. Fuentes, Fuentes, Fuentes. He's trying to go Fuentes. over to death. Fuentes, we're like, on creative slogan right now, sir. Can't <laughs> just go back. Like, just survived. Damn slogan. They're not right. even just gonna acknowledge it. They're like, or they do acknowledge it, and then they give their lame, normal horror movie ending of the monster still being alive and there. And why? What's the ghost? It's already dead. It's a ghost. It still has a lame ending. Lame ending. I mean, it's the first. It's one like the Godfathers of the okay, you know J horror type of movies. Since we're off of Chris Logan, Mr. Fuentes, that's lame ending. How would you end it? How would I end it? Yes, we skipped Logan's died in that fire, and we would have been fifteen minutes of her body fucking just coming apart while she watches the other chick's face melt into the whole house. They would have died together. Love. Mm. Love. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad ending. I thought it was a happy ending that we're trying to go for. Oh, you want a happy, happy ending. ending? Oh, we got a happy comment. End. The you know Grudge, how it don't enter the house. That's actually a perfect slogan right That there. actually really is good. They should hire Ernesto. For yeah, good job, Ernesto. Then you kind of uh, run into a roadblock in the next sequels. No, but actually, how how I thought it well, how I thought it was actually going to end because I wasn't, I haven't seen this movie in years. Um, I thought that Karen was going to convince the boy and the girl that the guy was really the bad guy and that they would. I'm the bad guy. Him. Like saying, like, why are you killing us when he's the one that killed you? <laughs> and then they kind of like turn on him and kill him, or they kill each other, I guess, or whatever. Shit. You know, kind of one of those teeth things that happen in movies that you see where like ghosts are angry and then you give them a reason to not be angry and then they like die. Epiphany? Goes, mm, like I don't know about a but yeah, yeah, yeah like, oh, the ghost has an epiphany. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Can't reason like ghost. <laughs> Who's that Casper the Friendly Ghost? Yes, yeah, I mean I the guy. Was <laughs> the woman. So I was kind of waiting for that ending and then it never came. And I was like, oh, they were just assholes the whole time. Like the whole time. There wasn't even a redeeming moment for them. Like the kid and the portrayed. girl are even more assholes than the dad that killed them. And the my point um, <clears throat> uh, I would have uh, ended the movie like right after the sexy time with Daphne. <laughs> yeah. But they did. They did end that scene. They went to the next scene. That's no, the tra- I wasn't the movie there. Had the credits rolling. And the rest of the movie after the credits. Like a Marvel Movie, I think. Tomorrow movie. Yeah. At the very end, whenever Karen and the Grudge chick was like behind him, she like throws that elbow back and soon, and they just start fighting in the middle. Of the, That's know, where Marvel the got their inspiration from. The whole. That's what should happen. The ending, the ring show came in. <laughs> the ring. Yeah. But Sam Telco versus was it Sudoku? Sometimes it actually sounds like a good idea. Yeah, but like <sighs> Freddy versus Jason, have one of them wink. The ring wink. just pops up and starts kicking ass. <laughs> Rings Samara. Samara. You know, if we're gonna compare abilities, uh, the ring's abilities kind of suck. <laughs> abilities. Abilities. Yeah. I mean, you had to watch yeah. a VHS tape. I mean, 
right, like where the fuck are you gonna find a VHS nowadays? <laughs> yeah, but remember at the at the end of the newest rings, it goes seven days. You're spared seven days, also. So you're kind of <laughs> fucked up, right? Or at the end of like the newest rings <laughs> movie, they uh, it, it gets uploaded to the internet that video. So basically, everybody sees it. So it's like an unstoppable force then. Oh, and the yeah. grudge the versus the ring. Yeah, because if we're comparing the grudge of the ring now, the ring's more powerful now. If like, if something like that were to go viral and somebody said, "Don't watch this," everybody's gonna watch it. Like, don't click on this video. Everybody's gonna click on the video because you told them not to. It's just the way One people act. Ring to rule them all. <laughs> Are you quoting clerks too? <laughs> Actually, yes. That's what uh, <laughs> came to mind first. First two. Uh, you have any ways y'all want to end it? Y'all would have ended it, Manny. I would have ended it. Um, I can't say that I had a way of ending it. Um, I just feel like at the end she burns everything down and then ends up in a hospital. Like Steph Rollins. Um, burn down. I just—it's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like this movie didn't expand on the characters enough to care for any of them by the end of the film. So it's like even seeing her in the hospital, kind of crazy at the end. I didn't feel anything for Sarah Michelle Gellar because it was like Karen. That name did not egg. Karen. I didn't feel anything for Karen because it was kind of like, like I don't. I just feel like you didn't. I don't know. Like she didn't go through. Not like I didn't develop any like. Damn, you know, like you see those certain horror films where you're like, man, I really hope this character survives. And then when they die, you're like, damn, dude, I was rooting for you. With this movie, it was kind of like, I didn't really care like who survived. Um, it, it, it like focused a lot on like everybody's story so much that like there wasn't really like a main character when you think about it. Yeah, you have Sarah Michelle Gellar, but then you have the flashbacks to you know, the, the husband and wife and the, 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 the sister and the, the grandmother. And then you have the flashbacks to the, 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 the college professor, the kid, the mom and the dad, you know what I mean? So there's like enough storyline for everybody to be like, I can't say that Sarah Michelle Gellar's kid. It was just kind of like, a, 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 she was just used to drive the story. Like they just used her to bring her in and then explain everything that's been going on in that house. You know, so like by the end of the movie, I didn't really feel for her like, at all, I guess if I if I had the chance to rewrite this movie, I'd probably just expand on like what goes on um, instead of the way like to end it. And like uh, ex- aside from expanding the character storylines, I would actually show what this thing does to people. Like I like the fact that we find that jaw, but it would have been really cool to see the jaw pulled off. You know, like I like that kind of stuff in movies. I love when we see what these creatures or demons or spirits can do to a person. You know, I don't like when it shows it and then it goes away. Like, I've always thought that that's like such a, some people are like, oh yeah, but it leaves you with suspense. But I'm like, dude, I want to see it though. You want me to be scared of a killer? Show me what the killer can do, you know? Not the after effects. I want to see this killer doing it when they do it. So I'd probably do that. I want to see a ghost use a knife and stab someone. (laughs) I want to see what? You want to see a ghost stab someone? (laughs) Yeah, I want to see, I want to see, you know, I I mean, I get like supernatural spirits, but like I, I, I'm just saying in general, like, if you saw all the Halloween movies and you never saw Michael kill a person, it was just the after effect. Like, you see him raise his knife and that's it. You'd probably be like, ah, I guess he's just Michael. But the fact that you see it's him, like, Michael. pick up people and stab him and, like, against the wall, you know what I mean? And, like, leave him hanging from the wall. You're kind of like, yo, he's a force to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? So it gives it a backstory. When you see Jason, like, slice these people, you're like, whoa. You know, when you see Freddy kill these people, you're like, whoa. 
if you were to just show the before and after on some of these like iconic uh, uh, horror movie characters, you probably wouldn't have, you probably wouldn't think of them the same. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. What That's were you saying? Me. I'm sorry. I'm going on way too long. Sorry, Frank. That was a beautiful was deduction, Manny. I no, love right. Did you say seduction? You're correct. Also, you I just thought he said yes. <laughs> you got one more ending? Yeah. Point so, says it's next turn. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> where the chick's in the, you know, the mortuary place checking out the dude, and she realizes the dude's dead, and she's like, you know, puts her head down a bit. She walks over. She sees a phone. She walks over to the phone. She picks it up. And she's like, hey, I know I'm in witness protection right now, but there's some serious shit going on, and we need to get the gang together. So, Freddy, get the guys. And then click. Damn, then you hear... (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's how I would have ended it. Damn, that that would have been the crossover of a lifetime. That would have given us a Scooby-Doo 3. Scooby-Doo 3, James Gunn. James Gunn's the real pervert. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what did you say? What? No, I'm saying James Gunn's the pervert. That's all I got from his movies. Oh, shoot. I'm not going to talk. I don't, I'm going to stay quiet. Stay quiet. Do you have, better, you have ending? a better ending? Better ending. Better ending uh, after the whole house just gets burned down. Uh, yeah, Sarah Michelle just gather just dies straight up. <laughs> Fair enough. Because in a sequel, there's no point of her being brought back. <laughs> That's all I can see. But it's just there to like, oh, um, this to give you a false happy cousin, ending, right? Do what? Isn't the sequel like her cousin? Her sister. Her or sister. what? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her sister. Okay, yeah. I'm remembering now. You remember? I remember. I kind of remember now. Casper reference. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, Michelle, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar dies in flames, and uh, like before uh, going down, just kind of just choke out the grudge and shit. And the boys like in the corner just watching like. And meowing and shit. <laughs> He's like, ah, meow. Somewhat. Yeah, I mean, cool. initially you just ended with the house is burning. Yeah. That's actually really good, Nick, to be honest with you. Uh, she takes it down in the end and then that just ends it. But, the, you know, they, they have to do that, that, that sequel. That's what it was. That cash grab. If I made a sequel, I would have had the the dad come back and just have like his origin story. Damn. Thirteen reasons why I killed this bitch. Damn. <laughs> Fair enough. Thirteen reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Before we go, we got the fresh rant of the week. We do, but before we do the fresh round of the week, how do we got a fresh round? He's running the whole time. <laughs> good friends of ours. Uh, the Cinema Movie Podcast. They have a new episode out right now. Uh, they talk Godzilla versus 
Kong, baby. Kong, King Kong. Hair cheeks. So if you wanna, if you wanna grace your ears with lovely voices of the men of that podcast and hear them talk about thick thighs on Godzilla and big booty cheeks on King Kong. Hairy cheeks. And the oof. Just kidding. You may just hear like a really good podcast and that's what you're gonna go listen to. But if that was it might be more professional than yeah, it is. It's way more professional than this. They uh professional. Professional you follow them on Facebook.com slash movie reels four oh five. Uh, Instagram Cinnamon Cinnamon Movie Podcast and Twitter Cinnamon four oh five. Uh, they drop uh, new episodes every Monday as early as 9 a.m. on everywhere. And uh, they also review independent and big box office juggernauts. And they also have a new weekly top five segment every week. Oh, wow. So give them a follow. Give them a like. Tell them Friday the 14th sent you. And go get your uh, weekly fix of reviews. And if you tell them Friday the 14th sent you, we get. <laughs> what do we want? Fun, fill, fuzzy feeling inside. We get clout. No, man, what the hell? The <laughs> 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 respect. That's that's what it is. Now on to everybody's favorite segment. By everybody, I mean mine and Fuentes and Nick's favorite segment of the week: the fresh rats. That's what the pH guys. It has been a while, good listeners. We just want to say thank you so much for continuing to show support. Even though we disappear on y'all, our lives are totally twisted and weird and constantly changing. Um, but we're just glad that we live in the same city as our boy Franco again. So all is well in the kingdom. To be fair, uh, Fuentes the kingdom. What? Homecoming. You get what we're saying, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's really not, you're not further than you were before. You are yeah. not far from home anymore. Fuentes is the farthest one away now. <laughs> but, you know... Usually, I go for the reviews that call this movie completely terrible, but we've already kind of shitted on it uh, in ways that, like, um, we shouldn't have Nick. It wasn't a bad pick. All right, man. Uh, it's definitely a movie. That yeah, it wasn't down. a bad pick. It was a fucking terrible pick, Nick. Um, oh, uh, that's coming from I, the guy in Amherst Cinema. Let's <laughs> forget about that. I feel like maybe nostalgia is that was last movie, season. But, like, drew me to, like, watching it when I was younger. Uh, now that I'm older, I may not have enjoyed it that much. So instead of attacking people who gave it bad reviews, which would make no sense because I've already kind of given this like a mediocre review, um, I'm going to attack the ones that gave this really good reviews because I honestly don't know what y'all saw in this that I may not have seen. Um, but for example, we got two here that um, oh, no just sucks. Kind of already bothered the shit out of me because it just... Um, it's still good after so many years. No, it's not. Okay, I am. This was written by um. The bag on the cage. Olive Wah, Olive because there's like three H's at the end, two H's at the end, but it's like Olive Wah. Based um, on. It gave it seven out of ten stars. It's still good after so many years. Okay, let's break. When did they? Uh, when did they write the review? This was February the third, twenty twenty. This Damn. is uh, last year. Okay. With the new release of The Grudge, I went back and rewatched the original to see if it was as good as I had remembered. Karen lives in Japan and works as a caretaker for the elderly people. Getting assigned a job, Karen visits the other visits the elder lady and begins to discover some unusual mysterious behavior coming from the house. After leaving the house, things become haunting for Karen with everywhere she goes and discovers a dark history of the house. Honestly, for a film that came out in 2004, it's pretty good. I mean, watching it now, the graphics aren't amazing. But again, the film is 16 years old. I remember when the film came out that a lot of people said the original Japanese version was terrifying. But I still think this one is scary. SMG was such an A-lister when this came out. After starring in Buffy and many other iconic movies, everyone knew who she was. She's not 
bad in the film, except when she's she runs like she's still in Buffy. LOL. Uh, still would recommend the film to fans of horror. It's a great watch. Olive Oh my gosh! First of all, I don't even want to attack Olive Wall too much because that was Olive. like you trying to sound like you could give good reviews, but your wording is horrible. Instead, I'm just going to advise that you take a literature class and a writing class and get yourself fixed because half of the sentences that you just made don't make sense. And I know I'm not reading them in a bad manner. So, this Olive is America. Wall, you're not going to make it on my fight list because I feel like if you catch these hands, you're only going to end up dumber than you already are. And that's not what I'm trying to do when I fight these people. All right. So, we're going on to our next person who gave this eight out of 10 stars. This was written by Ale Suave. Ale Suave. Ale, I feel like that might have been the same damn person. Anyways. So, oh my God. Okay. The most scariest ghost horror movie I have seen. Here's what scares me. This was written in 2013. Um, I believe after The Conjuring had already released. So I don't, and Insidious, I just don't understand how in the world they would say that about this film. Um, the Grudge is quite possibly the most scariest ghost horror movie I've ever seen. Sarah Michelle Gellar takes on the main role as Nurse Karen, living and working in Tokyo. While working, she is exposed to a supernatural curse involving a vengeful spirit, which looks a person in a powerful, uh, which locks a person in a powerful rage before claiming his or her life and spreading the curse to another person. The movie starts out with Karen moving to Tokyo with her boyfriend Doug, where we get a taste of drama as they adjust to their new lives in Japan. The suspense builds when they encounter mysterious events in the house. Karen is a caretaker. In and what follows are one creepy moment, one after the other, as main ghost Kaya- Kayako and Toshiro take center stage, wreaking havoc with these unfortunate enough to cross its path. Takeshi Shimizu did a great job directing the movie that grabs the audience's attention with scenes that send chills down your spine has moments that make you jump and has disturbing images that will stick in your mind after the movie is over. The mysterious yet dramatic atmosphere of the movie created an eerie feeling of the ongoing horror and the built-up suspense, which are contributed by the cast members. Realistic and dramatic acting. Some of the plot lines dangled, wait, dangled and are unexplained, but this is a minor flaw. Overall, this is a movie with the right balance of horror and drama. No over-the-top stuff. So if you are a fan of horror movies, The Grudge is highly recommended. Grade B+. Plus. Uh, what? What is what do you what is what? What? What are you okay. saying? Oh, I said highly recommended. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, actually, I highly recommend. To be honest with you, I feel like this review was better than the one before. Probably better, well written. Um, I just don't understand some of the shit you wrote this in 2013, and I mean everything that you said, like uh, a scenes that sent chills down your spine did not happen. Moments that made me jump did not happen. Has disturbing images did not really get that far. Um, and then it just says the realistic and dramatic acting. The grandma hardly talks this whole damn movie. What's realistic and dramatic about that? I mean, looking at a looking at a wall and pointing, that's considered acting to you? I just oh my gosh. I, I'm upset that this is this is this is considered normal. This was written in 2013, so I don't know who you are. 2013. Uh, but Ali Suave, you make the list of people I want to fight. 
you are now my friend. I, I can't even, I don't even want to devote the energy into attacking this person because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's a pretty well-written review to stand up for what they believe in, but it's just so <laughs> stupid in the fact that this is, this is considered the scariest shit this guy has seen his entire life. All right, my mother gives me goosebumps. My mom, my own damn mom gives me goosebumps. Goosebump VHS. Not this movie. I, I get worse goosebumps from thinking about my mother lifting her hand with a chancla than I do with this damn film. So I just, I don't understand where this comes from. Like, I, oh, like, it's stupid. But I, but you named the ghosts, so I, I applaud you. Like Toshiro and Kayako, that's okay. I, I, um, so I applaud you on that. You still make my fight list because obviously you have not seen many horror films. So, uh, Ali Suave 007. Oh my gosh, his last name is 007. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but That's you pretty legit. Fight list. Yeah, because you could probably kick my ass. <laughs> they, they, Go they have 007 at the end of their name, so I'm... I'm well, Nick Nick has an uh, N64 we can find Goldeneye and y'all can duke it out that way. Yeah, we know what... Um, no, I want to fight this person. I want to fight them with my physical All face. All right, fine, fine. If you uh, make the fight list, I have to do that. Um, but yeah, guys, that's the end of my rant. I didn't want to devote too much time to it. Forgive me. Um, Nick, I'm not going to shit on your pick, man. Uh, I thoroughly you just did. You pick. What? Not the, whole, not the whole stream you shit on my, just like Franco. Can't be friends with you anymore. Nick, it's not like that. I, I take everything to heart. All right, pick I'm offended. Nick, okay, in the time Fuck that I was punches. gone, what were some of your picks? <laughs> in, the, in the time that I was gone from this podcast, what were some of your picks? What? My picks? Yeah, like, like what? Like, your, your, your movie choices. Ooh. Well, the last one was, uh, was just a random movie. Was it? 1BR. I think I was, I was that just was like, it? oh, that's... Really? Wasn't yours a babysitter? No, that wasn't yours? No, that was that both was Manny and then mine. Oh yeah, you didn't miss that much You missed uh, Gerald's game, I think, didn't you? And thanks killing. Thanks killing. <laughs> yeah, I did Gerald's. Game. And uh, Friday Thirteenth special, the Halloween special. Yeah, but uh, even Fuentes missed those. Oh, uh, well, what? shit. <laughs> um. And anyways, I'm I'm just glad to be back, guys. I'm glad. That Guess who's back? Podcast is is back is again. Shining. Um, Fuentes back. Ooh, yeah, uh, just so I know, next month there is a Friday the Fourteenth in the month of May. Oh, so get uh, get. Uh, we'll be doing a live special on that, but um, the special part two. Whatever the fuck you want to review for Friday what? the Fourteenth. Yeah, it'll be a. There's a, a Friday the Fourteenth in May. I thought that was just like I'll be on our ongoing the, uh, the uh, movie look back. Um, we'll do we that should too. just make our own horror movie and then debut it. The infection. <laughs> I'm actually writing for uh, shorts, but um, I haven't completed a script yet. We should film a short about um, the vaccine. We should film a There's... short about a guy named Nick H who's a bad guy and he's a complete dick. Damn. A dick H. He, does, he doesn't wear dick his face mask. Dick H. He doesn't wear his face mask. <laughs> dick I don't wear my face mask. Six feet apart. My beard he is my face mask. I don't. A bad guy. I wipe my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a bit for the podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure, <laughs> make sure you give us a subscribe to Emo Small Productions on YouTube. Uh, follow us. 
on Instagram, Emotional Productions. Uh, we have a TikTok now, Emotional Productions on there. Um, TikTok. Facebook, Emotional Productions, along with Friday the 14th podcast. Uh, you can follow me anywhere you want. Actually, no, no I don't give a show. Y'all need to follow me. Uh, but do follow my great friend over here to my right, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Fuentes, who has a new oh. single out right now called Hostile. And he actually does have a hostel. He actually does have a <laughs> hostel. Uh, shining reference in there, which is pretty dope. So yeah, I didn't check that. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna play it right now for y'all. Oh, copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it copyrighted? Am I gonna get sued? <laughs> get sued by the guy on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I'll play twenty oh, seconds. All right, wrap the rest of the points. I don't care which way you decide to go to stay out of my way. Oh, fuck you and your wife and kids. That's sick that says coexist. I'd rather drink my piss and coexist with you stupid pricks. Fuck a hundred thousand dicks and wreck into the nearest ditch. You're going like 20 miles on the speed limit, you stupid bitch. Um, that you're also me up. <laughs> red red brum, and I'm really all red. I'm seeing all red. That was the red brum reference he's talking about. And uh, he has a new scene coming out this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's called, what is it, Bump? Huh? Uh, Something. Something. Oh, something? Yeah. Something. Okay, well, Bump, Although, you're speaking to Zipper Knight. Something, Bump, Bump. Anyway. Bump, no. Bump. And then his uh, album comes out April 24th. I'm pushing it up a week. Don't tell anyone. It's going to be okay. like April 30th. God damn. <laughs> God. Pushing it down a week, I guess. Anyway. Um, but nobody knows that yet. So it's going to be a surprise that they're going to have to wait longer. <laughs> and by that, you mean, you know, people who are on part of the 14th podcast, right? Yeah, basically. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I expect my copy in the mail uh, by April 16th. <laughs> only five people are going to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, follow everybody else everywhere. Uh, Fuentes, um, I don't know your plugs. You can plug it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mr. Fuentes, I do do rap. Uh, if you heard right before that, um, I have you a do Spotify, do rap. Do do rap. Apple Music, pretty much. <laughs> do do rap. <laughs> Uh, I have pretty much anywhere you can stream music. Um, I should be there. Just look up Mr. Fuentes and then social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Mr. Fuentes361. And yeah, uh, hopefully I'll check out that single. Uh, the next single that's coming out this Friday, it really is something that's just super fun when I was making it. It's a custom beat from one of my homies from Austin. And so I got to manipulate a little bit more in it. So it just gets a little more technical and more fun. So it's really cool. Um, K-Rose so Productions. K-Rose? Oh, it's also yeah. featuring um, uh, one of his good friends, Ghost. I've been waiting for a feature with Ghost against Paranoid. Paranoid, Paranoid. <laughs> yep. Mr. Fresh. Man, Manuel. 
Oh, hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. And we're so glad to be back. Uh, once again, follow everybody who's already named themselves, the bad guy, Nick H, Emo Soro Productions, and Mr. Fuentes. Go listen to their music or whatever it is that they're working on, whether it be YouTube videos or TikToks or breaking open some Pokemon packs to see if you got some good shit. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy those videos, bro. Um, uh, You can find me on Facebook. Well, no, no, on Facebook. I have a Facebook, but that's for friends. You can find me on YouTube at Fresh TV. Uh, you can find my TikTok, uh, Manny Fresh. That's not Rob Dillon. Oh my gosh, Manny. I, I have two TikToks. Just look for the one that has more posts. Um, <laughs> what's it called? But, anyways, guys, once again, thanks for listening. It means a lot to us, especially the fact that we still have Irish listeners. That means the world to me. Uh, I, my fiance is half Irish, half German, so that's really damn cool to see. Like that, y'all, you know, take the time to hear hear us Americans speak. Um, Our next and, um, movie reviewing is a Leprechaun. Why would you say that? That's not the choice. Leprechaun, OG, the and then uh, Leprechaun two, Leprechaun three, Leprechaun four, Leprechaun five, six, seven. The next the Origins. review is uh, yeah, Is what the faculty? Who, who is the next the pick? faculty? Josh Harnett, Elijah Wood, um, the chick that was in here in The Grudge. She's in that movie as well. Uh, Jordana Brewster's in that movie too, I believe. So, yeah, that's my choice for the next film. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I haven't seen The Faculty in forever. Yeah, it's been a while. So, uh, it'll be I just know there's fresh. boobs in it. That's it. It's been a while since. Um... <laughs> it's been a while since. Um, um, um. Get it. Uh, anyways, guys, thanks again for listening to our podcast. Uh, we, we, we love y'all from the bottom of our hearts. Um, uh, again, the Cinnamon Movie Podcast, go listen to them as well. Um, and just thanks for rocking with us. It means the world. Sorry that we started so weird and, and carried this very weird. We're trying to get back into the swing of things. It's been a while. Uh, so bear with us. So sorry. Everywhere. That was that was lovely fresh. Um, good seeing you guys, man. I really I really do hey, hey, what are we doing, man? What are, what's going on there? <laughs> you trying to close me out? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Um I haven't said my goodbyes yet. What the hell? <laughs> oh, so anyways, I just want to say goodbye. Um go listen to Fuentes' music. Uh watch some of Franco's um Pokemon card on wrappings, unboxings, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, watch Manny Fresh give himself some sanitizer, rub it on his body, and uh, I thought it was. About I am. I'm off. still. I mean, <laughs> Irish listeners. When Franco make that news that we saw the listeners, I was excited. I I opened a box of Lucky Charms and poured it all over myself. Showered it, bathed in it for weeks. The milk. The, do you remember those uh, the Lucky Charms that the the, the marshmallows? You pour the milk on it, and then the key or whatever it opened up. I think I know no? what you're talking about. Yes, that was I awesome. Do. That's how you would reveal it when you poured milk on it. But I do agree that we should review the Leprechaun movies. We kind of missed the opportunity of the March month, the whole marathon. We always got next year. We always got next year, but who knows if this podcast can be around? Um. But anyways, That's yeah, go follow me at. Follow me at nkh 23 on Insta and Twitter. OnlyFans. Cameo. The Bad Guy Naked channel. Hell yeah. Now, folks, always been the bad guy.
And uh, before we go, <laughs> here's a trailer for the film that we will be reviewing that is Manny's pick. I forgot the segment. 1998. This is the film, right? Yes, the faculty. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Indian copy. What are you watching? Yeah, it totally looks like it's for 98. Yeah. They're 98. Though. They're 98. Though. Yeah. Hey, Rob Packer. This is the test. This time, they'll run. These six students won't just question it. They'll have to destroy it. <laughs> Critics are calling it hip and scary. And even that music was Critics are calling you a hit and scary. Usher. Are you about trailer or two stars? Usher. Of course it's hip. You got it, you got it bad. Ooh. What? Ain't nothing with the car, right? Damn. Flowers, cotton candy. That'll be the next episode, which will be airing April 21st, Wednesday. Shorty, I don't. Don't let it burn. That's what the burn house down. That's it. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being forgotten. Now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me.